Here we are again, Jonathan, summoned out of the void, back into our brick hellscape. How how are you? That's the intro. To oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, hello, friend. It's so good to see you again. Wow. Welcome, welcome to this safe refuge from the the outside world, which continues to crumble under the weight of literally centuries of white supremacy, uh, misogyny, patriarchy. Um, do need I go on? No, no, because so, I, Jonathan, how are you? Really piling on. I'm, I'm doing okay. Uh, I have been uh, having. I, I am a, I am a, a, a li- I, I live with anxiety. Uh, mm, I, yes, I'm indeed. Very open about that. Um, we all hold and, a place in our hearts and our homes for anxiety yeah, to come visit yeah. anytime, unannounced. And uh, I've been having some rough couple of days where, you know, I feel kind of alone, but I know I'm not. Like, I have many people around me. Uh, and by that, I mean my dog and my sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's still many more than what some other people have. That is true. Uh, so I've been I've been on the, the struggle bus on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, just wanted to say out to everybody, if you need anybody, there's people out there. Reach out. Mental health is extremely important. And uh, it's something that is driving me this week. And uh, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, if you need, reach out to me. I'm willing uh, to be there for you. There you go. That, that's where I'm at. Uh, sorry, I, I think you put me in a weird, heavy thought process. Oh no, I got you. Sorry. Uh, I just beat Donkey Kong Country. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Thank, thank you, uh, Switch Virtual Console. Because uh, they have some crappy games, but not Donkey Kong, and I beat it. Uh, and I'm not one to beat games. Uh, yeah, that was that was a good one. Uh, one of the things I love about Donkey Kong Country is it was one of the first games that was where the art was built out in 3D on very fancy computers and then rendered down into sprites to be used with the Super Nintendo because it's a 16-bit sprite-based console. The game worked in a very classical way. And the art seemed to be like nice in 3D. And then that spawned many generations. And I would say you even see it to this day of really bad artwork <laughs> where folks did the same thing. And they just said, well, we'll just make it in 3D and then render it down to 2D. And it looks like garbage. Yeah, it is. It's, it was not good. I, I do like the lore of the fact that Cranky Kong is like the original Donkey Kong. Yeah. And then it just sort of gets passed down. Right. Like a Dread Pirate Roberts name. Yeah. So it's like once yeah. you get old enough that you're just like, oh my goodness, there's there's that cranky old kid. Oh, you're Cranky Kong now. That's it. And then yeah. and then because I think uh later on he becomes a ghost. Like Nintendo <laughs> kills him. Like Cranky <laughs> Kong dies and is just a ghost. I did not um, know that, and yeah. I am terrified. Well, well speaking of speaking of speaking of uh, <laughs> yeah, you know you you've given us an inadvertent segue. Uh, yes. Well, uh, maybe with Ghost. No, Ghost was a little early, but yes, with Donkey Kong Country. Uh, today's theme is. <laughs> 
is the 90s. Yes, and I did have trouble finding a nice uh, image of Crystal Pepsi to put in here, but I I, I did it. Would, uh, would you consider yourself an 80s kid or a 90s kid? I was born in 81, and that means like most of my know-nothing baby years were in the 80s. So, like, most of my memories and my formative personality memories, I would say, happened in the 90s. So when I when it was, like, time to write the blurb for this show, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna make a bunch of stupid movie puns, like, they, did all, a really good job. they all came out of my brain immediately, and I was shocked yeah. because I am actually usually very bad at pop trivia, but I was like, this, this movie, this movie, this movie, this movie... So I think I consider myself a 90s kid because I was born in the 80s and I was ready. When the 90s came, I was ready to pay attention. Yeah, like I was born in 88. So like, I feel like you once you hit those last two years of any decade, you kind of want to be there and be like, yeah, I'm an 80s kid. But then they're like, (laughs) no, 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 no. Like you, you were a 90s kid. And then even at that, like, am I really a 90s kid? Because... It's like late '90s is when I would start to like be able yeah. to like uh, I would have never been able to see like Face Off or Titanic, you know? That kind yeah, of that's thing. true. Unless your your parents maybe had HBO and just left it on, right? And that's and that's how you saw it. Irresponsible parenting. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even say irresponsible parenting. Uh, I mean, I I remember, I, and it also I think goes along the lines with uh, different parenting styles. Like uh, I remember being very young and watching Doc Hollywood uh, on HBO and that scene in the lake. Yep. And, and I remember my grandmother was like, he's going to see it sometime. But my mom's like, but right now that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm a nineties kid. I'm excited about this. Uh, I just, my parents are moving and I have a whole bag of palms that uh, oh, I had just wow. found in the toy chest that my uh, grandfather made for me and i just still have that stuff well that that was a time well uh maybe we missed an opportunity to recap what the heck this show is all about uh as as you all know this is a terrible timeline we live in it's it's not good things are going uh pretty bad mostly i would honestly say due to uh decisions indecisions inaction and uh selfishness of uh particular groups of people literally over centuries but we think with a goofy quiz show uh, with our friends, maybe we can nudge that timeline into a little bit better of a situation. So Jonathan reached out to other timelines and other Jonathans and Martys who are also doing online podcasts, sadly all on Facebook as well. Uh, it seems to be inescapable. And asking them, like, hey, your timeline seems better, so what is it? And uh, this week we're facing a timeline that's all about the 90s, even more than Jonathan and I could handle. So we're going to need some friends. Uh, Jonathan, should I bring our friends in? Yes, friends are important. Oh my gosh. Then everyone, please welcome to the show, Robin and Sean! Yay! Yay! Uh, oh Sean, Sean is active Robin. and Robin has frozen. No! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh well, wow. uh, we'll just vamp until yeah. Robin is Ooh. back. <laughs> it's cool. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! This is the wrong timeline. Oh, no. We're gonna have to uh, figure you know, that out. Oh man! Uh, so while while we're vamping, I uh, I gotta say, 
It's, a, it's just okay. Keep going. She'll, just she'll go, be back. Uh, yeah. I gotta say that. Uh, and she's okay. back. Yay! Yay! <laughs> you know what, uh, Sean? I hold either. it. <laughs> <laughs> moment, the moment the introduction happened, my like computer was like, oh, yeah. you made it. Uh, I, I gotta say, John, congratulations on on um, being reunited with your pods. I, oh, thank you. Uh, the, the same thing recently happened to me a couple months ago when I went home to, you know, get all my stuff out of my uh, out of my room, my old room, and throw it out. Uh, and uh, and I came across I came across my pods, and I I can't believe that was like a thing. I, I can't believe that was just like. You stack them up, and then you throw, you throw the um, the slammer. Was it the slammer? The slammer, or, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's just that was it. It's about as close to like I feel like it's about as close to like a stick and hoop that you could like possibly get. <laughs> like it's like that's it. You just throw you just throw the slammer at a bunch of cardboard circles. Mm-hmm. It was fucking amazing. It was, yeah, uh, it was spectacular. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Sean, I'm glad you went over the rules because as uh, as pogs were brought up, I was thinking to myself, I have tons of pogs, but I could, for the life of me, not think about like how to play them. Like I just yeah. remember yeah. correct collecting them ferociously. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I I remember them solely as a collectible item. Like right. some people did baseball cards, some people did pogs, some people had slap bracelets up their elbows. Right. And I, I couldn't once say that I've ever seen anyone actually play Pogs. It was yeah. one of those things where it's sort of like marbles. And so, right. like, you have, like, a good set. You like you have a good set of marbles, and you're just like, ooh, these are great. Oh, you have nice marbles. And then that yeah. guy who's just, like, you know, got the toothpick in his fingers just doing it like this, like, oh, okay, uh, why don't we play? Yeah. And then everybody's <laughs> like, stacks their Pogs together, and yeah. then you, you, you slam it, and then you take other people's Pogs. You're like, how? Oh. Right. And then you got you got hit by a, a, a pog shark. Yeah, out there. Little did we know they were preparing us for today's economy. So yeah. speaking of uh, economies, uh, we've got one here. It's an economy of knowledge. Jonathan, uh, should we get into the questions? Yes, I'm all about these questions. Uh, they're all about the '90s. So we'll start sh- with you, Sean, uh, and then uh, Robin. You'll have the same question. Um, and we'll just see who can get some points. We need this, we need some points today. Let me get a pen. Oh, I got a marker. All right, here we go. Uh, the first question we have is, who did people of the 90s all want to be? Uh, so this is a classic. Uh, so back in 1992, um, there was a really obscure Fox show. It was sort of like a, it was a um, morning show, but it took place in uh, in a high school, and everyone wanted to be little little baby Bobby. It was uh, you know is is a classic uh, car- cartoon character, little baby Bobby, <laughs> little who baby had Bobby. Uh, yeah he had. <laughs> Uh, a he had a baby head. Sorry, maybe maybe I'm just I'm misremembering the the '90s. Are are you mixing up like Saved by the Bell with Bobby's World? 
Yeah, it was a, okay. it was a mashup. Uh, <laughs> okay. Was, oh, so you're not doing okay. it. They, they, they made this. This is a real television show. Yeah, yeah. This Voiced is, by uh, Howie Mandel, I assume. <laughs> yeah, Howie Mandel. Uh, and yeah, it was um, uh, Bobby's head on, um, you know, uh, on uh, Zach's uh, body. Nice. <laughs> Little baby Bobby, and then the I was completely up. picturing Screech or AC Slater, but right. Zach's body is perfect. But but the runner-up would be, of course, uh, Rocco from Rocco's Mom. Mm. Okay, I'm, can't yeah, yeah. Can't, we, can't we might have to to come back to you picking one or the other. Okay, but we'll we'll hold on to that, uh, and I'm I'm just gonna hold on to Baby Bobby uh, for a while. Uh, Robin, how about you? Who who did people of the '90s all want to be? I think uh, definitely James Bond, specifically from the GoldenEye video game. Oh, yeah. So, so, I mean, so just just that, just the just hands, or like yes, the- just the hands. <laughs> I mean, I think that's like our attraction to that game was like the thrill of thinking that we could become that person for a yeah. little bit. So you and know, like and, think- and maybe if we worked like really hard. We could enable the big heads cheat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. God, the big heads cheat was so helpful. And avoid the golden gun, which was definitely uh, a callback to a different Bond film, but <laughs> yeah, it was. they left it in there. Uh, <laughs> man, talk, quality, the Nintendo 64, if we could just emulate everything that was on there, well, we we yes. can we can do that. That's possible, but now. not quality. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, the hours spent playing Smash Brothers uh, have to be in the uh, hundreds of thousands. Uh, it's it's I mean, wild. So much. It's amazing. Uh, okay. Well, the correct answer is Sporty Spice. Oh, um, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, Everybody yeah. wanted to be uh, Sporty Spice. She was uh, fun, athletic, and could sing. Yeah, I mean, she was the is. most relatable for sure. I feel yeah. like the rest of the Spice Girls, there's there's a little bit of celebrity about all of them. Sporty Spice was like, oh yeah, we could hang out. I also, have you have you revisited the Spice Girls? Because I was a very big Posh fan growing up, and now I watch like rewatch the Spice World, and I'm like, I don't understand that because <laughs> like she has zero feels to me now. Like maybe Ginger. I think my sister was like a fan of Ginger, so maybe she just stole that from me. But I like have zero relationship to Victoria Beckham now. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I mean that that she played the character well. She doesn't like Victoria Beckham doesn't seem like posh Spice did in Spice World, uh, but she nailed the fact that like that job was to not act well. <laughs> and, <laughs> and what a job like, that is that's such a great job I, I, I will have to say uh, I am a fan of Spice World I have it on VHS uh, it is a quality film um, I need to watch it I, I only saw it once but uh, I need to revisit it because yeah, yeah the is, one time I saw a, it it was amazing it's, it's worth I mean, revisiting. They went to a boot camp. Like they, sure. their right. their tour bus uh, was was the size of a tour. It was a TARDIS situation where like the outside <laughs> was a bus, but the inside was like five stories. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, Spice World uh, for for all of our listeners. Go watch it if you haven't. All right, no points. That's 
that's an easy and simple one. Uh, can't even ask Rarity for a shot. Like, that's it. Nobody came close. Uh, maybe if you had said AC Slater, because there's some sport. Yeah. In him. Zach didn't do much. Yeah. All right. Our next question, Robin, we'll start with you. Um, what is the meal of the 90s? Mm. Yeah. So, like, if you were going to a, a 90s themed restaurant, what would be the one thing on the menu? That's weird. That's an awful restaurant. Like, there should be more. But that's kind of the 90s in itself, right? Where it's like, we just do one thing. We just picked one thing from the 90s and we went really hard. Yeah. So what's the meal? Um, I mean, this is more of a drink, but I feel like if I were to say it, it's Ecto Cooler. Um, And I feel like a restaurant of the 90s period would have like everything would be off color because I feel like that was super, like there was the ketchup that was like purple and green. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. All sorts of very brightly colored or off colored things. All right. So high C ecto cooler. Mm. Sean, how about you? Yeah, Sean, uh, I think it would have to be the uh, pizza hut, personal pan pizza oh. with, uh, oh. during uh, the, uh, the book it. Book it. A hundred percent. That's a very yeah. specific. It can't just be uh, any time yeah. during. Right. It has to be, I guess it was during the summer, right? Yep. Because yep. was this was this aligned with summer reading as well? Yes. Was that a thing? So there's two. So I guess you're doing the summer reading and you're doing book you it. Do book but it. you could but you could use the summer reading and and use that for the book it. Uh, credit, right? Now, now I'm not sure. I feel like this may that almost seems... be more regional than than universal. But yeah, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. that's my that's my answer. Uh, personal pan pizza, Pizza Hut with, uh, uh, with book it. Yeah, book we, it. Yeah, we our school always had like an additional goal if all of us completed that challenge. And I remember right. one time it was watching the principal do the Macarena. And that was like. <laughs> That is extremely nineties. And, yeah. and how did and how did he do? Uh, she the, did pretty good. Oh, she, yeah, she yeah. she yeah she had some um, she had some dancing skills, but it wow. was yeah it was it brought joy to a lot of children's hearts. I I think about like how hard it would be to mess up the Macarena, and then I see the uh, Democratic National Convention back in the nineties. <laughs> Oh, when sure. <laughs> they're celebrating and you have like Hillary Clinton and like everybody that they're just doing the Macarena and it is buck wild. If you have not seen wow. it, look up DNC Macarena. Oh it God. is after. Yeah. Put that in your queue after Spice World. Yeah, after get Spice it, World. Get it on VHS. Look that up on, yeah. YouTube. Uh, book it. Man. Yeah. That was definitely around uh, with me too. Like it was. I mean, I, I, yeah. You, Those t-shirts. Yeah, and I, I, my, uh, my school went on field trips to Pizza Hut, and like getting to go through, and then making your own pizza, and putting as many toppings on that personal pan as you want. Uh, but yeah, no, that's not the correct answer. Um, the correct answer though uh, is liver with fava beans and a nice Chianti. Ah, uh, those are the. That's the. That's the meal. And, you know, it's, as always, it's coming back. They keep remaking <laughs> Hannibal over and over and over and over. 
God, I mean, isn't it great God. to keep making a, a cannibal serial killer just more relatable? Just yeah, every time you know? he's more heartwarming, more more accessible. I think it's time for a Muppet Silence of the Lambs. I feel like this is the iteration <laughs> of that. Okay, Robin, you brought it up. Who who plays Hannibal? Oh, this is a great question. Uh, Ooh, I mean, that's such a great question. It'd be Cookie Monster. Well, he only eats cookies, so it can't be. But I mean, the important oh. thing is that people have an appetite for it. Hey, I was, yeah. I feel like I was going to say uh, Hannibal, but Hannibal Lecter is so dignified. It has to be like somebody uh, really refined. It, so it could be the Count, or it could be. Uh, and here's here's a choice I would really appreciate. Um, it'd be great if Big Bird played. Uh, oh, oh, Swedish Chef, obviously. Oh, yeah. He has <laughs> such culinary. <laughs> he has such culinary. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's the right answer. That makes perfect sense. He has the knives. Yeah, he's got. He's got I I think Miss Piggy would do a wonderful job as Hannibal oh, yeah. Lecter. Yeah. Uh, and I yeah. think sort of the. Yeah. The weird sexual I'm so, tension. I'm sorry. Did, did did you say Hamable Lecter? <laughs> All right, uh, that's that. We are we are at our halftime uh, oh with uh, zero score. Uh, oh but no. uh, our sponsor today is uh, Dunkaroos. We talked about it last week, but go check them out at Seven uh, Eleven when it's safe. Uh, and maybe they could put it on their uh, DoorDash and you could get it DoorDash. They still have not done that, but I've been thinking about it. I go yeah. there, I go, I go to DoorDash and I just check 7-Eleven and it's like, come on, come on. Nope. Okay. Well. Not yet. But yeah, it's it's time. Uh, we all miss Dunkaroos. But stop ordering them off of eBay for hundreds of dollars a pack. Those things are not safe to eat anymore. Get the new yeah, stuff. It, it, it's back. So be ready. The 90s are back. Uh, you know, why not? Uh, all right, we're going to go into our third question. Um, Sean, we'll start with you. Okay. Uh, this question, uh, I, I think, means a lot to many people. Mm. What moment ruined millions of lives in the 90s? So what moment? Like a, a, a single moment in the 90s that ruined great millions question. of lives. This is what I wish I knew the answer because I have so I have so many ideas. Um, you know, while Sean's thinking about that, I think a lot of lives were were brought to high points in the '90s. I think for a lot of us, um, and then uh, but there's just the one moment, one moment that took many people just back from up here, from up here to down here. Yeah. Um, I I think I believe this is in the 90s. Uh, uh yeah, okay. The moment that was the the worst in the 90s is when all of the the surplus of shoes that lit up when you walked mm -hmm. uh when those uh stopped going into production. Um, when they just put the kibosh on on that and uh, and you know and then 
you know, the rolling shoes took its place, but it wasn't, it wasn't quite the same after that. So mm-hmm. I think that, that would probably be the worst, the worst moment in the night. So the, the, the retirement of LA lights. Right. The LA light yeah. uh, shoes. Yeah. Was that the early nineties, right? That was, yeah, those were nineties. Yeah. Stop stomping my foot on the ground just to get right. it laid up. It's, yeah, like, it's like, look at this. Boom. Isn't yeah. that cool? Mm, <laughs> that's going to last. Uh, Robin, what, what moment ruined millions of lives? Yeah, so I, it's hard to know where the origin of this was, whether or not it happened with the writer or the director oh. or the actors. But um, to me, the moment that Rose and Titanic obviously failed to see the door could fit two people. Not Uh, just because it left Leonardo DiCaprio, a.k.a. Jack, frozen. But to me, I just think about how much time scientists have wasted really calculating the, um, the weight and the weight distribution of that door. I mean, I think had we had a more plausible plot point, like Scientists could have used that time to cure cancer or to, you know, do famine. And yeah, so that to me seems like the worst moment of the 90s. Mm. Yeah, a glaring oversight, given how much research and effort went into the rest of Titanic, the film, and giving us an accurate engine room and a, a functioning map and sense of the ship. But to come down to this one pivotal plot moment and kind of say, just Yeah, it is just... Move over. I mean, it's, why? You know, I, I think. Yeah, or choose a smaller floating thing. Right. You know, if yeah. it was like a small railing, I would have believed that point. Right. But a door is—it's just too large. It's too large. Yeah. And and was the water really that cold? Was it, uh, uh, yeah, it, it was. Really yeah, it's, yeah, recounts, uh, accounts of the night all are pretty consistent that the water was freezing cold and people oh, died. No, okay. Really, yeah. No, that, that oh, part was... Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, anyway, Jonathan, what's, uh, what is the answer? Uh, the answer... Now, Marty, we might have our first uh, maybe a point. So this is going to be okay. on you. All right. right. Uh, the correct answer is Star Wars Episode One: A Phantom Menace. Oof. Uh, you know the the prequels that came uh i recently just watched it uh my sister had never seen it and if i have to live with it she needs to and uh and i, I do have to say it the first question she said was now again how old is anakin at this moment and how old is Padme?" uh and i said uh exactly um and when you look it up on like Wikipedia, they're like their sexual relationship begins much later, <laughs> and you're like, sure. You're uh, like, all right, still, apologist Wikipedia editor. Yeah, still, uh, they wrote this in a weird way. Um, but yeah, yeah, episode one ruined a lot of people's lives. Star yeah. Wars was such a the the I think the weird part is is that uh, it forced the hand possibly of these these the the three sequels. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to finish it off. Um, I mean, it's cer- I, yeah. that certainly was the the seed point that spawned decades of misery to come afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I, 
I saw that for my birthday at AMC Theater in Owings Mills, and uh, it wasn't until, you know, years after I realized what a terrible, terrible movie that is. I feel like I, I've only seen it three times, which is still a lot, but compared to other Star Wars movies, but each time... Like, there were more terrible, atrocious things that you pick yeah. up in that movie to the point that, like, I just won't watch it because I know I'll find more that I can <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, I Not think, another I think one. another travesty is the fact that they did a CGI Yoda. Oh, it's awful. I mean, if we look, if we go down the road of all the terrible CGI yeah. mistakes, we'll be here all day. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna say a quarter point to Robin because okay. I think I think the terrible yeah. decision either by Cameron or uh, we'll just say Rose. Um, I don't know who should we blame. Let's blame Leonardo DiCaprio. He can take it. Uh, yeah, that that I would say is at least second place, maybe third place for like worst movie thing to happen in the nineties that is still revolving or uh, reverberating today. Uh, I do want to take a moment. I'm looking at our chat. We're very active today. Uh, Marty, Kristen shouted out your hair. I just wanted to. Thank you, Kristen. Hi. Um, Your hair does look great as always. Uh, Quarantine hair. That's a, that's a thing. All right. Sean, you still have a chance to win. Uh, Robin, you still have a chance to, Winning as well. That's just, uh, your, our final question, I think, is a, a quintessential 90s question. Robin, we'll start with you. What was the real power of the Power Rangers? Oof. Everybody um, remembers the Power Rangers was a, uh, a wonderful show in which... Four, five teenagers uh, who were all into the Kirate uh, decided to uh, go climb a mountain and then got powers. Um, and then they rode machines. Marty, correct me if I'm wrong, mm. but the the actual like Power Ranger part was taken from a Japanese show? Yes. And uh, then, like they yeah. just inputted the the like American actors, and then they voice dubbed over when they were in the seats. Yeah, they they were taken from uh, exactly as you said, like a a show that was based on fighting monsters in the the sense of like the old uh, you know rubber suit power Power Man versus Godzilla. But uh, yeah, they just cut it in with like pictures of cute teens in uh, L.A. Amy Jo Johnson left a mark uh, right here. Yeah. I'm going to say that the real power of the Power Rangers was getting into those suits with any expediency. Because <laughs> um, they're, you know, they're not, they're not easy to get into. And I feel like you have any amount of sweatiness, which you probably are if you're about to, like, battle bad guys. Like, that's just, yeah, that's just got to be difficult. Yeah, Fair. And who, I mean, honestly, who wouldn't want to be able to, to like, you just grab a medallion and say the magic word and, like, bam, quick chains. Now you're in this skin tight lycra suit and it didn't, you didn't have to, like, go through with it. If I could do that with all of my clothing where I just didn't have the, like, have to go through the process of, like, trying to, like, pull it over and make it kind of fit and, like, eke it on, 
I'd pay a lot of money for that. Uh, Sean? Uh, so I think, you know, no, no team uh, is, is as successful as, um, you know, the coach behind the team. And I think uh, the coach, in this sense, behind the Power Rangers was someone who I think often gets ignored. And oh, I believe, oh I didn't want to look it up, but I believe, I, I might mess up this name, but I believe it's Zordon, right? Zordon, it. yeah. Right, Zordon. right. so Zordon, and it's the, it's the robot that <laughs> oftentimes Kind of ran around. Oh, 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 no, no, that's, no, no. that's that? Alpha 5. Yes. Alpha 5, right. Oh, Sean, you are right. you coming in with a real a real dark horse of an answer here. I look, I, I, I you know, uh, and, and, and the reason I think that Alpha 5 was the most important is because without his constant fear and panic, the Power Rangers would, yes, they're, they're there to save the world, and yes, they're there mm. to uh, beat, uh, what was her name? Who was the villain? Rita Repulsa. Rita, yeah. right. Uh, yes. uh, to beat her monsters. But that kind of, I feel, really fueled uh, them to, to destroy these these monsters. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's... it's uh, it's Alpha... Alpha 5. Alpha yeah. 5, and his nagging. And is that is ay Rangers uh, Yeah, okay. The uh man. Just thinking about the so the first Power Rangers movie right. uh, back in the nineties oh. with Ivan Ooze Ivan Ooze as the, the bad guy. <laughs> Classic. Uh, and you have like the whole idea that Zordon is this actual human and like is a body right. and he's dying and and then you get this reboot. Uh has did anybody see the reboot? I I this did. is all New lore to me. I watched it, it after school, but I didn't it's, know. Well, like Zordon was a face in a jar for me. Right, and that was that was enough. Zordon. That was fine. Right. right. Uh, but yeah, no. They, they the reboot. Uh, Rita Repulsa is uh, wild. Hmm. Like, they they made her. It was Elizabeth Banks, uh, and oh, she just right. took she just took that role, and it 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 got real dark. They made Power Rangers super dark. Um, and uh, I think Brian Cranston played Zordon, which was right, originally like right, he was right, originally right. supposed to play Zordon in the uh, Power Rangers show. Wow! Uh, wow. Imagine that, everybody. Talk about uh, a weird shift. I can't. Uh, I, can, I can't imagine. Actually, he's like Rangers. I am the one who knocks. <laughs> 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 uh, the correct answer, <laughs> though. Is uh, is friendship? That was the real power, friendship. And uh, we actually had uh, one of our one of our listeners on the on the chat actually wrote the real power was friendship. That is true. Uh, so uh, Rob, you get one whole point. Huh. And if you were a part of this competition, you would have won. Uh, but uh, with a quarter of a point, Robin, you're our winner of uh, of the '90s. You won the '90s. Uh, oh. And yeah, a, a special a special uh, prize for you today is the uh, the the silver monkey that was put together. Uh, <laughs> oh, is, yes! uh, wow. um, oh, it man. is it is the it is the one that's complete. You don't have to put it together, and you don't have to worry about someone popping out of your closet and kidnapping you, uh, and you not having some sort of medallion. Temple guards. You. 
Yeah, the Temple, the Temple Guards. guards. Oh, yeah. Uh, congrats, Rob. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, and thank, thank was, you both. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah Robin, please. I was, I was just going to say I've always wanted to be a blue barracuda, so I feel like I'm like one one step closer. Uh, if you're interested, we could we could turn in the uh, the we could get you a shirt. Like we could turn in the statue, get you a shirt. Oh man, yes, just the okay. just we'll the opportunity yeah, we'll to, to yeah, we'll tread we'll... like tread like all my dreams have come true. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go take the monkey away, and we'll we'll get you a blue. That was my that was my favorite part of all of the Nickelodeon shows. You could take like your piece of the aggro crag or one of these other irreplaceable yeah. objects and trade it in for swag that cost twenty dollars to make at the gift shop. Well, thank you both so much. I feel like we have moved this timeline imperceptibly towards a better, a better, a better, just a better, just being better. Better tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. We got a lot of daylight left. You know, it's, it's about 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. There's a lot of opportunities for the timeline to get worse before tomorrow. So I won't go so far as to say a better tomorrow, but like, like a better right now. It seems, it seems a little better. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, before we let you go, uh, any any uh, things you want to plug or any parting thoughts for the audience? Uh, I, I would like to say um, for everyone to be safe. Mm. I would also like to like to say that uh, in in. Regards to uh, the Power Rangers, I think the Green Ranger sometimes gets too much credit. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think he showed up enough, and just because he had arguably the best uh, vehicle, uh, I don't think that. I think you know it doesn't count. He need he needed to show up more, and quite frankly, he was lazy and he let everyone else down. So. Uh, besides that, no, that's it. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, Sean. Uh, I'm going to be in the same boat as Sean, I think, and just air a 90s grievance, which is, uh, Segasaurus should have been in Jurassic Park. It was in the book oh. and it was oh, replaced. Huge. And it was yeah. replaced with a Triceratops. That was like what Dr. Ella Grant was supposed to be helping, uh, down with the Triceratops made those Stegosaurus rise forever. Hmm. Wow, that, yeah, that opened an old wound that I hadn't thought about in a long time. Thank you for that. Yeah. Important stuff. Well, <laughs> thank you both again. We'll return you thank to the you. void now and uh, hope to talk to you soon. Yeah. Thanks, Bye guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, Jonathan, we're alone again with our thoughts and our memories that Stegosaurus you know, could have been in the film, but wasn't. Uh, the Green Ranger had two of the greatest solo weapons, I think, in Power Ranger history, so oh, yeah. you had the dagger that was also like a flute, mm -hmm. uh, and then he had that sword that had the talking tiger. Yeah, um, and that was that was when he became the White Ranger, which right, wow, which is very, <laughs> but it's also he became the White Ranger, and they right. dropped that middle piece, which is good on them because mm. uh, that would have been really problematic. Mm. Uh, yeah, so you haven't seen the reboot of the Power Rangers? I haven't brought myself to do it. I did, uh, it's like, before it's that came out, club. oh, 
Because before it came out, they someone did a parody of it with uh, a, b- a bunch of other '90s stars that that made like, "What if the show had continued and it got super dark?" I'm trying to remember. Like James Vanderbeek played Billy in it. Maybe. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Where like they they went, to, they were like killing each other. Yeah, and it was uh, it was like yeah. a super dark, like fascistic future where yeah. like he secretly worked for Rita Repulsa or yeah. Or the other guy, the skin, the skinless guy. Anyway, Lord Zed. Yeah, uh, Lord Zed was always my favorite villain. I have a, a Funko Pop. On him. That's cool. Favorite villain of all time. Yeah. I mean the the whole like red muscular with like the. I mean, just silver. all muscle. There's no skin there. Yeah, yeah, no skin, and he had that large staff that had the Z. Yeah. Just so you know. Just so you know, that's his. Yeah, it's like it's like the Breakfast Club where they they're all in like detention and then. Uh, they get their powers, but then they're like haunted by Rita, right? And they all have problems at home. All have problems at home. Uh, well, Jonathan, we all have problems at home right now uh, because that's where we are. If yep. we have problems, they're at home with us. Sure. So, uh, folks, take care out there and let us know what were your favorite memories of the '90s. Uh, you know, do you remember that laundry day was a very dangerous day? I do. Uh, Jonathan, any, any final thoughts? No. Okay. Well, uh, let us know your final thoughts out there. You can always uh, hit us up on our website at wehaveToAsk.com or on our Facebook, facebook.com slash wehaveToAsk. Uh, and we'll be back next week with some more questions about the world. Mm-hmm. All right. That's going to do it for this week. This has been another episode of We Have to Ask Live. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. As always, what, what, what would you do? Mm, see you all next time credits go this has been another episode of we have to ask live we'd like to thank the producers amy and here lobsters and thanks to skies and chaos for our theme song music check them out on itunes and while you're there check us out as well if you're a subscriber give us a rating and review it's really fun join the discussion online at we have to ask.com on facebook or twitter at we have to ask and don't forget to check out the other podcast on the peaceball network at peaceball.com ah wow you did it so early you so stretch it out a little more yeah I th- you know what's funny is I was and I found out this. I was trying to make a connection of all of the ten movies that have won the uh, best picture in the '90s. None of them have anything in common. Hey, this is Chris, and this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We have to ask. I got to be honest with you. I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've tried to ask, you and I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all thanks hobo radio hobo radio a weekly podcast on the peak sloth podcast network in a world where people watch movies i think i'm gonna watch a movie sometimes they don't like what they see i don't like this movie Sometimes, they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie.
Joel and Andy do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.